Good afternoon and welcome to It's Bigger Than Me with your host, Tracy Harrell. And today we are going to talk about basically the premise of the entire show. We're going to talk about the secrets to the secrets. Ooh. <laughs> right? That's exciting. <laughs> That's exciting. That. So the, the, the show, It's Bigger Than Me. If this is the first time you're listening to us or if you're welcome, if you're back, then welcome. But the premise for the show, for today's show, for the show in general, is really to inspire each of us to be the best we can be. Amen. Right. How how exciting is that? We have four primary benefits for the listener. It's about inspiration. How can we be our best? Number two, we're trying to uplift and connect the community through what I call common themes based on positive psychology you know what positive psychology is break it down for us (laughs) (laughs) we're going to talk about positive psychology today uh as we talk about the secret so we're going to talk about the secret to the secret positive psychology is really thinking positively in order to achieve your goals so positive energy is actually more powerful and you can create your future through your thoughts basically that's positive psychology So the third benefit for this show is really stimulating what we call intellectual and economic empowerment. And this show is being sponsored by the National Black MBA Association, MBA, not NBA. That's a good correction. Just just, just point of (laughs) clarification. Uh, The Seattle chapter, and part of what the overall national organization's mission is, is economic and intellectual empowerment. And so what we've done here in Seattle, and as the president of the Seattle chapter of the National Black MBA Association, first of all, you don't have to be black. You don't have to have an MBA to be a part of what we're doing because we're really changing the world. Our goal is to change this community, and this radio show is a part of it. So, again, we're inspiring each person to be their best through intellectual empowerment. That means we're going to provide you some information today to help you be the best you can be. But can you break down the business side of why it's important strategically, maybe? To something? be your best? To be your best. Well, I, I, mean, I think there's a business aspect. So if you think about the economic and intellectual empowerment, thank you for asking. Um, intellectual empowerment really is saying we all have what we need to be our most successful. We all have it. It's in your mind, right? You're, you're, you know, they talk about the, um, you know, I'm, a, I'm a bit of a sci-fi geek. Uh, so when you think about the space being the, you know, the next frontier, really your mind, our minds, mm-hmm. is really the next frontier. And they actually say those exact words in The Secret. So it's kind of corny. But mm-hmm. the thing I love best about The Secret, and again, it's one of about 100 books that I read on the concept of being your best. So I do feel like I'm a bit of a, um, I'll say I'm, a, I'm an explorer extraordinaire when it comes to the concept of how can we be our best. Mm-hmm. And it it excites me. I think I found my place in the universe. Um, I love to write. I love to ask questions. And I I really like synthesizing kind of key message points that can help people. So that's really what the show is about. That's what I'm going to be doing for you all today. Um, And the other thing we're doing as a part of this show is to place a spotlight on individuals and organizations that are doing great things in the community. So this is, Mike, this is show number four for this particular title, It's Bigger Than Me. But I've been part of the Hubbard Radio family for about two years, almost two years. And the first show that I started on Hubbard Radio is called Our Journey, Our Dreams, The Art and Science of Being Aware and Getting There. And 
this show builds on top of that. And so what I realized I needed to do for the first few shows for It's Bigger Than Me is really provide a foundation and some clarification of some of the things we've talked about over the last couple of years on the other radio show. We did not have this video aspect in the first show. So I think I think it helps mm-hmm. definitely for YouTube, those who might be rewatching this on YouTube or for, for the podcast or whatever. But live radio is obviously uh, it's live radio. And we, and we love the concept of being able to bring information forward. So both of these shows, Our Journey, Our Dreams, and this show, It's Bigger Than Me, they're both as a part, they're both, I'll call them accountability factors for my two books. So I started writing this book called Our Journey, Our Dreams, The Art and Science of Being Aware and Getting There. And I said, you know what, I'm going to interview first and third Saturday of the month. I interviewed individuals. We brought great content and the book is done. And then as my life evolved and as I began to tell my personal story, what I realized is the our part was everyone else. Like I was bringing my favorite learnings from books and I was finding the right people to tell their story and kind of synthesizing what they found to you know, help them to be successful. But what I realized is in order to tell my story just a little bit, um, and I, again, worked 25 years in corporate America, eight years at IBM, 14 years at Disney, the Disney company, and my last five years have been at Microsoft. And so I, I understand corporate America, um, but my passion has really always been community service. And so I've been a part of the National Black MBA Association for over 25 years. And so that's kind of the culmination of I get to bring the benefit of all the things I learned in corporate America. I have two master's level degrees, an MBA, master's in project management, um, PMP. So I'm not an expert, you know, at anything. Oh, and I have a disclaimer. So as the author of a new book, we are not prescribing the use of techniques to treat any medical, mental or emotional challenges, listeners are asked to consult your doctors or physicians to follow their advice for treatment. Very good. Part of what we're doing, my intent as the author, is really to provide information to benefit people on their life's journey. And, you know, I was one of the books that I really love. It's called uh, High Performance Habits. And what he says in his disclaimer, which this is basically similar to his disclaimer, but he says... Part of being a high performer is taking responsibility for your actions. And so when you listen to him on like Audible. Or inactions. <laughs> <laughs> you see, it's those little. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> taking responsibility for your actions and or inactions. Yeah. And so, again, the purpose of this show overall, It's Bigger Than Me, is really for me to take all the things I've learned, all the things that we've heard from these amazing people, all these amazing books. There's like thousands of years of references to success strategy. Even this book, The Secret, talks about, you know, Babylonians and what they used to be successful. And the bottom line, I won't hold you in suspense any longer <laughs> if you haven't read The Secret. The bottom line, the secret to the secret secret, is they call it the law of attraction. Ah, And not like, ooh, I'm attracted (laughs) to you, Mike. Um, Excuse me, mystery man. Mystery man (laughs) over there who runs, who helps us with this show. It's not that type of attraction. Basically, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to reference a few pages in this book as we talk about the secret. But what I can tell you is... Most of these books and the two in the book that I'm writing, which is now called It's Bigger Than Me, um, Our Journey, Our Dreams is completed. I'm looking for a publisher. So if anyone is interested in an amazing book, you know, reach out to Tracy. Terrell. 
Tracy at made it now dot oh. uh, org. But um, our, our journey, our dreams is now the first section of this book called It's Bigger Than Me, because it's bigger than me really is about once we become the best we can be. How do we contribute to a greater society? What can we really do to make the world a better place? And many of these books actually talk about the fact that can you really be happy if you're not helping others? Can you really be successful if you're not in some way in service? And so I think that's really interesting. So we're going to talk today again about the secret. And I'm going to dive right into a couple of my favorite uh, points of reference for those who are listening. And again, I'm going <laughs> to... I actually thought it was pretty funny um, when I read. Actually, you have my book. Thank you. The highlighted. <laughs> you have you have some highlights. I know live. TV. That's the that's the tenth <laughs> anniversary version, by the way. Oh, um, is that what it is? That okay. you have the special version. I was okay. giving you the the, the special version. Okay, because <laughs> I'm special. Okay, yes, yeah, I got it. <laughs> you are special. Um, but what I did want to reference here is again, I I think this book is great. What, what I think when, when Oprah, Oprah had this, these individuals on her show and in her after the show, she actually said, you know, I think the biggest mistake of the secret, um, and I'm glad she said it because I thought the same thing, is that they make it seem like it's just one secret. This one thing is going to make your life help you to achieve all of your dreams. And let me just tell you what they say. The secret will teach you how to use this special secret <laughs> In every aspect of your life, money, health, relationships, and happiness, in every interaction you have, you will begin to understand and tap into the power that is within you. That's true. That is very true. In the book, they actually have people who talk about curing themselves of diseases. They talk about um, overcoming these major obstacles. They really say this is what it takes. They go back to, you know, they talk about... um, Aristotle and Beethoven and all these amazing people who have known the secret. They actually reference it in in various ways. And so what I love most about this is, again, it's one aspect of the story. So I would agree with Miss Oprah Winfrey, who, Oprah, I'm willing you into my life. So my (laughs) secret to talking to you, Miss Winfrey, is every show I'm going to have your book here and we're just going to do the work that we were meant to do in this world. Uh, but this, there's more to life than just this secret. But we're going to talk about this particular one. And then I have another book. Most of you have heard about the seven habits of highly effective people. In this book, Stephen the first Covey. two habits, Stephen Covey, the first two habits that they talk about is if they're saying you can create your own reality by your thoughts. That's what this book is saying. That's the law of attraction. Mm-hmm. If you think positive things, if you think about wealth, you'll attract wealth into your life. If you think about health, you'll attract health into your life. If you think about bills, Mm -hmm. and boy, I'm broke, and I wish I didn't have so much debt, Mm -hmm. your brain hears debt. It doesn't know I want less debt. It just hears debt, Mm -hmm. right? So the concept of of this particular um, book is percolate on what you want more so than what you don't want. It's kind of like neuro-linguistic programming, NLP, right, where you think about what you want and you will bring that into your life. And that that is very true. So when I think about the seven habits of highly effective people and the first two habits, and Mike, I think we're going to slip the first break a little bit. When I think about the, the first two habits, what he actually talks about is number one is being proactive. So basically that's taking action. 
And number two is begin with the end in mind. Mm -hmm. So if you think about begin with the end in mind, it's basically saying, think about what you want and you will attract it. He's basically saying, begin with the end in mind and be proactive. So part of what I wanted to do is basically clarify for the listening audience how these two books are part of a series of things that can help you be successful. So I'm going to connect. I'm going to read a little bit. We'll kind of kind of go a little bit back and forth on the the concepts. But does that make sense to you? Tell me what you think thus far, Martha. About I think I think it does. I think it's um, just I think combining the two overall messages um, are important because I I mean I think it goes back to you know what the secret says from Mm -hmm. Rhonda Byrne the idea of um, persistent thought so consistently. So I think a lot of us will get excited. You know, we've decided we're going to lose weight. Or I was whatever. just going to say, <laughs> that's a whole nother show. About January of every year, <laughs> January 1st. And then, you know, we're persistent for about a couple of weeks, maybe three. <laughs> and then, um, you know, you just, okay, two weeks. Because I think 21 days makes a habit usually. Yeah. So, yeah. So then it just kind of, you know, powers <clears throat> off. So right, I think right. it's it. The consistency, I think a lot of us can relate to having that goal, thinking, writing it down, doing everything they say, You like Stephen Covey says, you know, in terms of the mm-hmm. being proactive, writing mm-hmm. the goal down. But then, you know, life happens and you get discouraged and disappointment right. hits. And right. so it's a persistency. Thing. <clears throat> right. And, and what I loved about this book, there was a couple of things. So before I could go into The Secret, and I know my last two shows, um, you know, we've talked about some things that you can do to be to be your best, to, to be successful in life, to be happy. But what I loved about this is we talked about Dr. Tart was on the show mm-hmm. and she's a regular, she's a co she's helping me co-write these, this book. Um, and she talked about a paradigm shift. And what I realized is I had a friend of mine who I'm, I have a series of people in the community that I'm using as my, um, my forum, my community forum, right. For feedback. And one of them said, what's a paradigm? I was like, Oh, you see, we're making assumptions that people actually understand these things. I've been reading, I've probably read a hundred books. Um, and so when I would, I think we're going to take our break at like the halfway mark, if that works. And then we're going to um, kind of just to set a clear foundation for those who are listening. So what I loved about, again, Stevie Covey, Stephen Covey's book, when he talks about the seven habits of effective people, of highly effective people, yeah, highly. not just Effective people, but highly, highly effective people. His seven Mm -hmm. habits. I'm just going to talk about, again, the first two. But he says, be proactive. And then he gives you a challenge at the end. He basically says, you know, there's a proactivity concept as it relates to um, self-awareness. If you think about my topic, my title of the first section of my book is Mm -hmm. Our Journey, Our Dreams, The Art and Science of Being Aware and Getting There. Mm -hmm. So he says... There's this concept of self-awareness and then your consciousness. But then there's also the, he said, we must focus on imagination and independent will, which means you got to be proactive. You got to take some actions in order to get what you want. So His challenge is for us to make small commitments. He said, be a light, be a model, be part of the solution. He also says, when you think about being proactive, Decide what you want. Again, imagine, envision, like the secret says. Think about what you want. Envision it. 
and you can bring it to reality. They actually go as far as to say just by thinking about it, the universe will rearrange itself to help produce the outcome that you want. That thoughts become things. I know we've heard that. Mm -hmm. Thoughts become things. They talk about us as human magnets. Mm -hmm. And so what you think about, you attract. And I can tell you, in my life, this is so true. So the reason I'm bringing this up is not because I read a book that I thought was so cool. Mm -hmm. But I actually believe this 100%. And I think a lot of people don't take control of their life. So when Stephen Covey talks about being proactive, he's basically saying work on the things that you can control, that you have control over. Work on you. Don't worry about the weaknesses of others. He said, be compassionate about those weaknesses. And the issue is your, is your own chosen response to the situation. Okay, very true. Right? So at the end of the day, what these people are saying very simply is, it really doesn't matter if you have crazy people around you. If your kids drive you crazy, <laughs> they just are being crazy. Mm-hmm. You choose to be driven crazy. Right. Does that make That's sense? True. You choose to allow it to affect you in that way. And so his concept of being proactive says if you start to think if you start to think that the problem is out there. Stop Stop yourself. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. It's it's all you. Like your success, your happiness, the secret to the secret is it's you. You hold the secret to your success. That is the bottom line. Oh wow. It's just that easy. And so this is what I do sometimes. Actually, what I've always done is imagine that you live in a bubble. Uh-huh. You get to decide the climate in your bubble. It's 74 degrees in mine. It smells like <laughs> bubble gum in my bubble. <laughs> there are rainbows and unicorns. And, you know, like it's a beautiful place. Flowers are blooming, hummingbirds. And, like my, my space, my mental space, it's a happy mm-hmm. place. Like, naturally, it's a happy place. So I'm going to challenge those who are listening to think about a happy place. Like, you get to decide what, what the conditions of your bubble are, right? Right. Do you know the smell of bubble gum? Mm-hmm. It's just kind of fresh pop popcorn, whatever that thing is that excites you, right? It's beautiful. It's calm. And so when people come around you with a little bit of stank... <laughs> Can mm-hmm. I use that word? Yeah. <laughs> I'm from the South. Stank, a little bit of edge, attitude, whatever it might be. Your spouse comes home and they've had a hard day. Mm. Empathize with their condition. It doesn't have to ruin your mood. It doesn't have yeah. to change. They could have all kind of cow manure in their bubble, mm-hmm. right? It could be all kind of messed up. Yeah. But you decide, you know what, honey? How can I help you? But, Tracy, the next part, though, of that yes. also is... Is that a yes and? That is a yes. But it's also how that influences. So I think a lot of people. How that meaning the crazy person coming in with a bad attitude. But your (laughs) your attitude can influence others. Because I know when I've left my uh, previous job. Yes. Every time there's been one person and I never knew, you know, I never thought about it. I never, you know, thought that I was making any effect. But there's always been one person who other people saw as pretty negative, Mm -hmm. but they came up to me, you know, before my last day and said, I'm so sad you're leaving because your sunshine, as they call me, that was my nickname, sunshine or your positive attitude created my life to be a little bit more positive. Can I touch you? (laughs) 
That makes me so happy. Well, and and that's what you do, right? And so I, I think you, think you I really ra- well, yeah, you radiate what you're saying. So I'm just saying, and I think that that can really tend to. It may not be a hundred percent of the time. I was just going to say, I think I can think. Yeah. Of- <laughs> but it can influence others to be happier, to oh, look at life a little bit different. When you know totally. things happen, one hundred in the moment. In the moment, what's in the moment? I think yeah. that's really the that's really the most interesting part of this particular opportunity to be your best, right? To be your best every day, to live the life that you hoped for. What I loved about I've written so, so many books. I'm trying to remember which one it was. I think it's this one. I think Stevie Stephen Covey says um, in this book, the in chapter two or his his habit number two, uh, begin with the end in mind. Basically, he starts that chapter by saying, imagine, close your eyes. Go ahead, Martha, you're in a safe space. (laughs) Close your eyes. And he says, imagine that you're at a funeral. And a lot of the people that you know and love are there. And you're walking down the aisle and you can hear, you know, music playing and flowers are in place. And, you know, there's a sadness in the room for the loss. But there's also a joy in knowing that person. Right. And you get to the front and you see it's you. It's your funeral. And he says, what do you want? There's five people that are going to speak for you. What do you want those people to say about you? What do you want your family to say about you? Maybe the closest people in your family, people that you want to help, that you've helped, nieces, nephews, your spouse, uh, coworkers, as you mentioned, if there's, you know, spaces where you've done work in the community, right, your church, et cetera. So what a team that you've played on, um, what would you want those people to say about you? So when he talks about uh, uh, start with the end in mind, that could apply to a number of different things. I'm taking it to a much more esoteric place to say, how do we apply this to the best life? You can open your eyes now. Are you okay? Are you still, yeah. are, you, are you in a good place? Yeah, I'm okay now. <laughs> Breathe. So people on that, we're going to take a break in a couple of minutes. And what I'm going to ask you guys to do is think about what life do you want to live? And when you come back, we're going to tell you how to get there. Because I think that's really what this show is about. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, we don't have a vision of what we want people to say about us. We were not starting with the, with end, the end in mind. Mm-hmm. Right. But I live every day right now. Like I have never. I think I've said that before. <laughs> but I've never been so happy because I'm doing exactly what I was meant to do. Right. My brain allows me to synthesize 100 books. And I literally have read over 100 books, um, nonfiction books that are focused on being your best. Nonfiction. Nonfiction. Not Fifty Shades. Well, (laughs) I I, I almost embarrassed another show. Exactly. (laughs) And we will have a Fifty Shades show. I ain't bad at you. But I I have to be perfectly honest and I'm almost embarrassed to say this, but I probably only read beyond the books that I had to read in school. Mm -hmm. And I have had significant schooling. Mm -hmm. Um. But the choices that I've made on books that I personally own, I probably read less than five fiction books mm. by choice that wasn't part of some curriculum. And I love right. poetry, and you know, I've gotten into some things. You're and creative. I have, you know, and I have art. You know, mm-hmm. it's probably a little bit of an exaggeration, but I mean, like reading like a story, mm-hmm. right? Like I have books and art books and poetry books, and you know, but I don't read for fun, right? I watch movies for fun, so I loved that particular movie. Mm-hmm. And for those who don't like to read, by the way, The Secret is actually on Netflix. It is. Rhonda Byrne, great job. Mm-hmm. It's a little hour and like 40 minute mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. Um, 
And so it's really simple. It's really easy. I'm going to review a few of the, again, when we come back from the next commercial break or the first commercial break, I'll read a few um, references from the book to help activate your being proactive and you're starting with the end in mind. And I promise you between this week and next week, it's going to be your one week challenge. We're going to give you some specific things to do. I promise you, your life is going to be better than it's ever been before because there's something about being intentional, Mm -hmm. right? Changing accountability, personal (laughs) accountability, but really just having a plan. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people just kind of go through life and it's kind of, it just happens to us. And I think instead of letting life happen, what we're going to do, we're going to encourage people to do what we're doing as a part of the National Black NBA Association. The Seattle chapter is focused, focused on not just helping youth, right? We have a program called Leaders of Tomorrow. And when Mike plays this next um, uh, promotion, it's around, you'll hear some voices of kids. Those are kids who've participated in the Leaders of Tomorrow program. It's a Trademark program through Black MBA of the 40 national chapters. I think 30 of the 40 chapters have a Leaders of Tomorrow program. Uh, The Seattle chapters have been around for about five or six years. I'm starting the first Leaders of Tomorrow program here, but I'm doing it as a part of this. I'll call it this this umbrella of services. So we're building Leaders of Tomorrow through what I'm calling community leadership today. Mm -hmm. So this concept of adaptive leadership where we're actually able to create a system. We're going to impact every aspect of their lives. We're going to help their parents be better parents. We're going to talk to their teachers. We're going to connect it in every aspect of their lives. So those students who we're going to be able to change their trajectory, and you'll hear some voices, which is super exciting, um, but we're also going to help their parents. So we're going to be changing lives for generations to come. So thank you, Mike, for that. Wrap it up. <laughs> Uh, we're going to move into our very first commercial break. And again, this show is being sponsored by the National Black NBA Association, Seattle Chapter. And we are focused on making the world a better place. Amen. So come right back. This is Tracy Harrell with It's Bigger Than Me. What is community? A unified group of people? How unified is your community? You can help yours today. Join the movement. In conjunction with the Black NBA Association of Seattle, we are presenting Building Leaders of Tomorrow through community leadership today. It's a blessing upon my life, my brother's lives, my mom's life, and it's, it's led us to a better place in our life. It encouraged Chase to want to be actively participating in LOT. I, I really love the Case Party LOT. Um, this is my third year. My first year, I was an alternate. My second year, last year, when I presented, it, it, it really helped. Come one, come all at New Holly Neighborhood Campus, the Gathering Hall, 7054 32nd Avenue South, Seattle, Washington. Learn and discuss three strategic directions, personal and professional connections, cultural and historical connections, home and school connections. I know for a fact that all of my students would be up at least two to three reading levels by the end of the school year. they took the course. I've definitely seen a difference in DeAsia as far as school goes. I think it would be of value to any parent to uh, sit through the videos. They didn't take very long. The book isn't a huge book. It's not like 500 pages. Um, So I think any parent would uh, 
glean something from. Judging from the responses, the Homeschool Connection appears to be a program that can be effective as a parent orientation in any educational setting. Remember, let's make a lasting change for future generations. <laughs> Hello, welcome back. Um, so I just wanted to quickly read, a little, I mean, quickly talk a little bit about the Seattle MBA um, Association, uh, Seattle chapter. It is a premier business organization, as uh, Tracy was talking about. And um, our key pillars are uh, strategic business priorities, including equity inclusion initiatives, career and professional development, and um, mentorship and entrepreneurship. So Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> Were you going to talk a little bit about our upcoming event? And we, we have an event on May 25th. He referenced the location. It happens to be in Seattle mm -hmm. at the New Holly Gathering Hall. You sound so calm. <laughs> you see, you just said being calm or being cool Centered. can translate to others. Yes, okay. Just your calming voice helps me to be calm as well for about two minutes. I know, right? <laughs> I call her the Energizer Bunny. <laughs> you guys don't know that. <laughs> I am so excited about the work that we're doing. I'm excited about the work that we're doing with Black MBA because it really is, the, the, the Leaders of Tomorrow program mm -hmm. is the most successful mentoring program in the nation. They, some wow. of the chapters talk about a 90, like five or 90, high 90% 90 mm -hmm. success rate on getting children, typically youth of color, mm -hmm who no one in their family has ever gone to college. And wow. they get them not only into college, but they graduate from college. Wow. That's, an, that, that's if you had any type of program that had a 90, high 90% success rate, that's something you want to invest in. Right. Did I mention we're a nonprofit organization? No. With 501c3 With 501c3 status. status your, your donations are tax deductible. <laughs> they absolutely are. And so part of the reason that we're hosting this particular program and we're sponsoring this program and we're because we're driving a community initiative. It's not an event. We each month we have what 16 dates already like prepaid. Mm -hmm. um, the next one is Saturday, May 25th. Mm -hmm. It's 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Exactly. <laughs> it's at the gathering hall. <clears throat> if you're in Seattle, if you're not in Seattle, but you're hearing my voice and you're like, wow, I want to support that organization. We do have an event bright that's set up and it's called you would register and you don't have to just register to be to attend. You can register to be a future mentor if you have something to contribute okay. or to donate. There you go. And we also have a pledge campaign. Tell us about it. Give Big 2019. Uh, the actual main day is on May 8th. So right before Mother's Day. Um, but that. It's a constant, it's an online, you know, crowdfunding campaign, basically. And yeah. they will find us by going to Give Big. 2019. 2019. Uh, I think it's put in uh, NBA. And you, and you look NBA, for National Seattle Black Chapter. MBA Association. Yeah. Yes, Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. And so we invite you all to join us. And again, the part of the work that we're doing here, this, we, we have done tons of work i could talk forever about what we've done that'll be a different show we actually mm -hmm. just had an event on um april 18th mm -hmm. 
It was amazing. It was amazing. It some, really some local Seattleites <laughs> that were been in the community for you know decades. Lighting it up, basically. Exactly. It, it was amazing. So what I what we heard was the work that we're doing. The, again, our initiative is called Building Leaders of Tomorrow through Community Leadership Today, mm-hmm. and so we had this mentoring program that we're bringing into the community. And part of it was in response to um, a program that King County um, has been supporting for years called Stopping the School to Prison Pipeline. It's part of this Best Starts for Kids program. And the initiative is called Stopping the School to Prison Pipeline. But they're really focused on building community support. So we're obviously building support in the community for these children and families of color, but it also supports seniors mm-hmm. and veterans. It is a full community initiative, really with the same purpose of the show. Mm-hmm. Imagine the connectivity. Right. Yeah. So it's really about helping our people, all people in the community to think differently, to understand and to raise expectations around our performance, mm-hmm. how we perceive life and perceive circumstances. I honestly have people in my family today um, that say things like, you know, I don't plan things because nothing ever works out. Yeah, I think that's I think a lot of people in our communities actually are living day to day. Like that. And, and, and survival and instinct. Survival mode. And, and we did have Balanle Abonije on, and she talked about the condition of, and she called it our people. And she mentioned that, you know, you, you know as a community, as a broader people, African Americans have gone through slavery. Jim Crow. She, she mentions <laughs> this whole series of things. And basically what she says is there's never been a time to heal, mm-hmm. right? We've gone from one thing to the next. And so when you see dysfunctional families and dysfunctional behavior, oftentimes she says it's a humane response to some inhumane circumstances. So it's not like, oh, there's some problems over there. What I'm saying is things are not optimized. What can we do about it? So this show and this organization is saying economic and intellectual empowerment is going to be based on helping people to think differently, mm-hmm. setting higher expectations, but also being there, showing up, bringing us together, right? Young, mm-hmm. seniors, mm-hmm. veterans, people with experiences who can come together and share and heal and have fun mm-hmm. and learn and grow and basically change things for generations to come. It has to be an investment of all of us. Right. That's what we heard from the people in the room. Like, give me an example of what you something you heard from someone in the room that was just like, "Hey, I mean, I felt like they these people were, were, had written a script for us." I know it was it was just mind blowing. Um, I'd have to go to uh, Dr. Martin Lawrence. Uh, or he's on his way to become a doctor, um, but he is a local Seattleite, and I've known him for over twenty years. Mm-hmm. And um, when he got up there to talk about his work working directly with um, transitioning prisoners and um, his experience growing up in Seattle and the idea that we used to be a village Mm. that, uh, you know, although there are definitely some pros to it, there are some cons to desegregation where, you know, we were taking care, we were supporting all the businesses. Mm. And so if you were a 10 year old coming up, um, in the central district and you needed some little money or extra money, you wanted to get a job, uh, the local grocer who mm-hmm. knows your family mm-hmm. would hire you and, and give you that little you know part-time income you could have. So with us now com- 
completely dispersed around the state, as he said, as we've you know been pushed out or um, you know go- moving into areas that are more affordable mm-hmm. um, or out of the state. Quite frankly, um, you're seeing that breakdown. Yeah. So there's no longer that you know kind of village is what I call it mentality right. where oh you know Tracy is is sick, so let me go just check mm-hmm. on Tracy and and bring her something to eat attitude right no i i agree 100 percent. and what i what i also loved about um i think it was tommy smith who mm-hmm. is one of my favorite people he is the fire chief for redmond oh yes he was acting all shy <laughs> tommy is so not shy but he was awesome mm-hmm. when he came up and he talked about his experience and how he kind of was a little edgy as a child and he said if it wasn't for his brother i think it was mm-hmm. yes. who kind of yes. brought him in uh-huh. straightened him out mm-hmm. said oh by the way that is not how we perform. This is what I want. I want something better for you. Yeah. He said it took a village. I think he moved from a yeah. different mm-hmm. town. I think he moved to Indiana or something. Mm-hmm. But it was like it was a change of of environment for him. But it was mm-hmm. also a change of his paradigm. Someone shifted his paradigm and gave him a different level a of model. expectation, <laughs> a different model <laughs> to follow. And I think that is really what we're going to be doing as a community. So, again, if you're interested and being a part of the work that we're doing, Eventbrite, you register on http colon slash slash, or just go to Eventbrite and look for N for National mm-hmm. Black. It's N-B-M-B-A-A Seattle um, is what you look for on Eventbrite. So it's N-B-M-B-A-A Seattle um, yeah, that's dot eventbrite.com is kind of how you would find us. So anyway, my point is this work is happening I'm super excited. And now for the listening audience, we're going to get back to help you and uh, those in our community understand a little bit more about the secret to the secret. Right. We already said that there's a bit of a compilation or a bit of a um, some synergy between these two books, The Secret and um, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And Miss Oprah, again, I am my secret of bringing you to the show with me um, every week. It's because I am willing you into my own existence. I've already seen us bonding. But what you talk about is... (laughs) On O Network. (laughs) (laughs) Plug. Just bonding. (laughs) So this is a book that Oprah actually... um, It's called Live Your Best Life. And it's actually from the Oprah magazine. So they took compilations from various articles. And so what I love most about this is... um, she talks about success and happiness and everything you could possibly want to be successful. Um, I'm going to stay focused on these two books for now. Um, and I'll read a few tidbits for those of you who, uh, again, want to want to start today living your best life. So what Bob Proctor, so this lady brings in psychologists, philosophers, uh, visionaries, authors, um, new, I mean, metaphysicians, Uh, entrepreneurs, just tons of people in this book. And so I'm just going to reference a few of the things that they've said that I believe are going to be most effective for those who are listening. Miss Martha, uh, you keep me honest. Okay. So the law of attraction, they say, is like every other law. And I have to... (laughs) I said, I'm going to read, and then I close the book. So (laughs) (laughs) I've read this book, I don't know how many times. Uh But um, the law of attraction is really around... um, Thoughts become things. I'll summarize, right? They Mm -hmm. say that we are the largest magnet ever. And I think we're going to, that we're the largest magnet. We are a magnet. 
and uh, we form and we create our entire life experiences based on our thoughts. They also talk about whether it's conscious or unconscious, whether you're intentional about it or not, it's happening. Right. So you might as well be intentional. Yeah. Right. Some people, they talk about why are some people more successful than others? Why? Some people are intentional. Exactly. They don't let life happen to them. They start with the end in mind and they're proactive. So, again, if I and just take persistent. the and persistent. So if I take the first two habits mm-hmm. and I combine them with what these guys are saying, the first two habits from Stephen Covey's seven habits of highly effective people, be proactive, take action and start with the end in mind. So there's a concept of visualization that they that they um, share. Most of the first uh, elements of the book really just want to convince you that this is true. Um, the concept of thoughts becoming things, that we are a, a magnet, that um, you must attract the good instead of the bad, basically, meaning if you're thinking, I don't want debt, that's a problem. You have to think about wealth and prosperity. I want checks. Lots of checks. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and, and you have people who say, I, I used to want checks and uh-huh. I, you know, uh, not mm-hmm. bills and checks and they started to appear, there right? Go. There are actions you must take, right, mm-hmm. to get there. But you're thinking about different things and your reality is changing based on your mentality. Mm-hmm. You like that? Your reality changes based on your mentality. Mm-hmm. Right. But they say creation is always happening. So whether you choose, uh, talk about chronic thinking, whether you're chronically thinking about good things or bad things, it's actually true. And I think we're going to just focus on, we only have 15 minutes left in the show, so we're going to do probably about half and half here. Um, I think we won't do another break, Mike, just FYI. Um, and we're just going to kind of give people the secret summaries. So I'm on page 25 of the secret. And so they say the law of attraction says like attracts like. What does that mean to you, Miss Martha? Um, like you said, like the positive energy, the positive attracts more positive, negative attracts more negative. Right. Um, yeah. It's like kind of basic. Yeah. Right. And, and, and they actually go into the metaphysical and really talk about energy. So life is energy. And as energy, as humans, because we have a conscious, we actually have the ability to create our reality. Now, one of the books that I don't have here, but it's really my most favorite book in the universe uh-huh. is Deepak's, um, has a book called The Seven Laws of Spiritual Success. Okay. I love it so much. Deepak, I'm willing you into my life as, as well. well. <laughs> All right. I am. Right. We so can't wait to see we you can't wait. on the couch with him. Exactly. So Deepak talks about uh, the first law. He talks about the law of infinite possibilities. Mm-hmm. The secret, meaning you can create anything you want. But they tell you how to get there. And so basically, it's all the same. I'm just kind of like translating for people. I'll translate 100 of my favorite books in my book. The little n- tips, mm-hmm. the, the, the 411 that you really need, and the 911 is the action that you need to take. That's kind of how my book is laid out a little bit. Mm-hmm. 411 and the 911. So when Deepak says you can create your own reality, he actually says the how is by meditation. Mm. It's spending time in silence. So you're going to think about what you want. (laughs) You are so true. I have to be honest. Of the seven laws uh, in Deepak's book, I read number one. It was a book. His book is about this small. It's probably even a little thinner. But I read law number one. I was in a dentist's office like probably 10 years ago. It was a long time ago. Mm -hmm. And I flipped it open and it said, the secret to success or something about silence. And I was like, huh? (laughs) Like it was (laughs) never in silence, right? 
if, if you don't know, one of my strengths and superpowers is that I have ADHD. Um, and it, it is, is a superpower. superpower. It really is <laughs> under control. It's a superpower. Okay. What I learned when I moved here from the East Coast to the West Coast is how people experience, can experience me if I'm not, if I don't slow down. Oh, okay. right? My brain processes at a million miles a minute. Uh-huh. And so the beauty of the book is like I have everything all laid out. It's all very clear. But I do get excited about this stuff because it's yeah. just, we can change lives. Right. And so when I think about the, the concept of, uh, again, thoughts become things. We are in control of our destiny. What I love most about The Secret and Deepak when he says we can create our own future, he says the how is to meditate, to spend time in silence, to reflect on what you want and basically visualize it. So, again, they all connect. I can pull out 100 books where even Oprah talks about the importance of visualizing what you want, Mm -hmm. thinking about it believing it. So I think the thing that he talks about in, in this book, in this book, there's a section where he talks about uh, paradigms. And I really love that because I don't think people really think about, oh, here it is. He talks about rescripting, hmm. So becoming your own first creator. So this is when he talks about, it's between um, habit one and two. So he talks about proactivity, right? It's based on self-awareness. And then it enables us to, because we have an imagination and a conscious we're able to visualize the uncreated worlds that, and the potential that lie within us. Mm. It's not outside. It's within us, right? Mm-hmm. And so we're able to create our own future. And he, tell, he calls it rescripting because he says through conscious, we can move into contact with these universal laws or principles. And so, again, the secret is one of those universal laws. But again, the mistake in the secret is they say it's the one law. Mm. It's not the one law, yeah. right? I, I would rec- recommend that people bring, we'll bring that into to, mm. to our next show. We'll bring in mm. Deepak and the seven laws of spiritual success because I do think those are even more, um, I mean, he, he includes his, the way he reflects on the concept in the secret is reflect in silence, but also in nature, to be able to grasp, so we've had far, you know, we've had um, organic farmers who are changing their community, yeah. and and they talk about bringing people who are mentally ill into the farm. We had Maben mm. Chisabuka on the mm. show; oh, okay. he was on my very first show, mm-hmm. and he talked about um, bringing youth um, of color, seniors, veterans, people yeah. who have mental illnesses into his beautiful the Bellevue Urban Garden. It's called the Bug. And just by being in nature, it's a calming place. Mm -hmm. And so what Deepak talks about is finding your, being your best self Mm -hmm. is found through tapping into the infinite possibilities of the universe, which he says you can find in meditation. Mm -hmm. This guy says you can re-script this guy, sorry, Stephen Covey, the seven habits of uh, spiritual success. We're talking about the first two. So he talks about re-scripting. So he says we can tap into these spiritual laws. Um, combined with self-awareness, it empowers us to write our own scripts, basically to write our own life. They say you can create any life you want. Mm -hmm. It's true. Um, But he goes on to say, and to kind of clarify, because we already live many scripts, like we've been living a life, sometimes not believing that we can create our own future. Mm -hmm. So he said he wants us to focus on re-scripting. Stephen Covey talks about paradigm shifting. So when Dr. Tart mentions paradigm shifting when we talk about elevating our community to another level 
parents who've never been trained to be parents, who don't necessarily encourage their kids perhaps to be the best they can be because no one encouraged them. When you have people who have been traumatized generation after generation and no one's ever told them these things perhaps, right, Mm -hmm. then we have a responsibility to bring that information into the community. So if I think about part of my purpose in life is elevating everyone to the next level, and you may be at a minus 200 when it comes to believing that you can change your own reality. But part of what I'm here to do is to, maybe you're at a 100, and you want to get to a plus 200, great. Wherever you are, everyone's going to be able to listen to this show and get to um, be their best, you move to the next level. But there's also the assumption of self-reflection. Right. Totally. And let's I mean, I'm just saying that in self-improvement, wanting to improve, because sometimes, you know, I just want to say there are some challenges because, you know, we all know we've been in a situation where we're like, did you not replay that in your head? Okay, I just want to say that. (laughs) So I totally agree. And part of what we're doing here, this show, again, is for anyone who's interested in becoming their best. Again, we had four four. wins or benefits for those listening to the show we want to help you to become your best inspire you to help others right Mm -hmm. to um to understand this concept of positive psychology to connect with others in your community and then really to highlight people who are doing great things in the community so basically people have to choose and i agree when you when we we are inviting people to come out on may 25th Mm -hmm. um 11 a.m to 2 p.m if you're in seattle it's the new holly uh, neighborhood campus and we're just going to do more of this we're going to do more of bringing people together talking about what we can do but really what taking has been done too, and right? what has been done there's going to be amazing people there who some of them are people who fund these types of initiatives others you guys are people, all hear that that means the money people the people right we're inviting to you to come <laughs> if you yeah. want to contribute to this type of an initiative join us on may 25th so part of that will be a fundraising initiative, but really it's just going to be a community connecting, um, elevating our thoughts and talking about what we're going to be doing, asking people to take action. Because If you're the type who just wants to talk, to your point, mm-hmm. if you're the type who just wants to, uh, you don't want to get out of the comfort of your home, but you want to write a big check, we'll take your check. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? Yeah, you I thought I was going to say something yeah, else. Exactly. 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 I like the way you came on the other. <laughs> we will take That's your right, check. Tax deductible. We will take your tax deductible check. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely. Uh, you can go to Eventbrite and look for the National Black NBA Association Seattle chapter. Our next event is on Saturday, May 25th. You can absolutely um, uh, join us in that way. But we're also looking for people who want to take action, who want to be a part of a community change where we're mentoring and helping youth of color, families of color, seniors, veterans, those who are most vulnerable in our community. We want to bring them together with you, those of you who are in a position to help. Right. That's what this is about. It's about community and bringing us together. So at the end of the day, if you can believe that you can re-script, he talks about we have to, I think you must have read this book too, Mm -hmm. because he talks about recognizing ineffective scripts, Mm -hmm. incorrect thinking, Mm -hmm. incomplete paradigms within us, if we can do that, then we can begin to rescript ourselves. And so as we close today, all I can say is the secret to the secret is yes. thoughts is become secret? things. Okay. Positive thoughts are more powerful than negative thoughts. Mm-hmm. Uh, being part of community is also a really important aspect. And again, if I think about this guy talking about being pro- this guy, sorry, Stephen Covey mm-hmm. and uh, being proactive um, and 
starting with the end in mind. Mm -hmm. So the exercise uh, that I'm going to bring to you from the secret, and I could talk about a ton of different things in here, but the exercise that I'm going to that I'm going to share is let go of difficulties from your past. If you've had negative things happen, let them go. Don't meditate on them. The secret is really about creating and focusing on those things that you want to create. Thoughts become things. And so we're going to ask you to do two things. Think about a future that you want to create. Stephen Covey specifically talks about envisioning your funeral, your last days on this earth, right? And he says that we should pause and think about what we want people to say about us. What actions are we willing to take? Are we willing to be proactive and start with the end in mind? That means every day take steps to achieve the life that you want. If you want to be a better parent, if you want to be more loving to your spouse, make choices that will allow you to get there. Think about the future that you want. Attract, visualize the positive outcome. Percolate on just the positive, not the negative. And let's come back next week. Join me next week. And we're going to also focus on Deepak Chopra's Seven Laws of Spiritual Success. We'll reference a few more things from The Secret. We're going to continue to build on the seven habits of highly effective people. We're going to bring in a few other um, aspects. This is another one of my favorite books. It's called Nonviolent Communication. And it's really important to think about how we connect with people, mm-hmm. right? How we communicate. You know, when you think about um, uh, choices that we make, I would say choosing to communicate with those around you in a loving way is challenge number one. Not raising your voice this week, challenge number two. Wow. Envisioning the life that you want, deciding what do you want people to say about you, that's your challenge for this week. What do you want people to say about you? What life, what contribution do you want to make to the world? We're going to bring back more specific things from, again, a hundred of my most favorite books. <laughs> um, what you can do. And again, we're not only talking about what you can do, we're doing it as well. So again, on Saturday, May 25th, join us to Unite for Change. 2 p.m. <laughs> Thank you very New much. Holly Hall. New Holly Gathering Hall. New Holly Gathering Hall, the 705 32nd Avenue. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end of the day, it really is about choices, and we are being proactive. This is Tracy Harrell. I am president of the Seattle chapter of the National Black MBA Association. I'm also president of It's Bigger Than Me, LLC. And today, what we ask you to do is go out there and be your best. And join us next week at 3 p.m. on Sunday with It's Bigger Than Me. Have a beautiful day.